So, I uh, had some thoughts, like I always do when I hit this record button here, but actually a huge awakening, a realization, if you're thinking in terms of spirituality, consciousness, this is going to get pretty deep, I don't know how long, how many segments, it could be deep enough that it's said in five minutes, we go real deep, we come back out, or it could be, take a while. I'd like to, I'd like to start, actually, by referring to my own sort of um, beliefs at one point when it came to food. My own, when it came to food being a very low priority, and low value in my life. I always wondered why is it that, you know, because I was into so many things and obviously I was eating, I was eating a lot of junk. You know, and so afterwards I'd feel really, really bad and this would be like late teens. I was doing a lot of things like, and I was very, very serious about some of these things and getting to be athletic and musically inclined and but it was like a discipline thing for a while and so it was a good experience but it it made me wonder why do we still have to eat um you know what i did i ate junk i ate oh you know i got my food i got my dinners i got all these things it's kind of like transitioning into adulthood so i was already kind of on my own um and I kind of live in society where I got that way pretty fast. It wasn't like where you pass your your mark of like 18 or whatever. It was like I got on my own pretty quick in, in, in certain ways and stuff. So I was always wondering, hasn't science advanced enough where we can just get our nutrients through oxygen or things? And you could read, you know, science fiction books on this subject and that made me think and that was I think when like even older but some of these ideas of like why take the time to eat food why enjoy food why are these people making all this money off of it these kinds of crazy beliefs I had about food you know I've come to learn later that food is an art it's a human connection it's an experience it's um somebody's therapy somebody's creativity to cook it's somebody's um, bringing their human connection to you. It's connecting with you on a spiritual level. It's a comforting spiritual act when somebody cooks in the house. It's, you know, if you're helping them cook, you're working as a team. It's a very valuable thing. But at the time, I was just, I had my mind on a lot of things. And was learning a lot. And so that is the one thing I asked about in myself was this low conscious habit of like eating food um disposing of it you know that kind of stuff is it really good for the environment is it good for us um you know and obviously i we all go through this becoming a young adult where we go through this thing where we're eating junk and we're not really caring about what we eat because we get busy with all the things we're pursuing in in our 
end of high school life. <clears throat> so that is kind of what I was thinking is like why, you know, humanity itself is you get to wear. And there is, you know, these, um, especially nowadays, there's groups of people who are just disgusted by the human experience. And, you know, at that time I kind of was, and I'm kind of like, it's more advanced to be scientific and to be um, very, very disciplined. And I still think there's a point of being disciplined with exercise. And uh, I've talked about my spiritual exercises, um, meditation now, but being able to integrate the being meditation is important. Being able to integrate life is important. Because that's how you experience spirituality is integrating life. So, thinking that food was bad and things like that, I was missing out on a lot of the healthy aspects of not only the food and nutrients themselves and the vitamins, but the teamwork that comes along with it. The uh, meaningfulness and accomplishment that you feel when you've cooked. Or you've helped someone cook. You know, you cook together as a team. That's even more meaningful to me because I'm not like a huge cook. Um, that is a connection that continues to expand our health and expand our life. There is, and I'm going to put this down below, one of my favorite shows. It actually got, um, it was a low-budget YouTube show. And um, I'm going to put it down below. It's called Weird City. And there were six episodes, one season. And uh, so I'll put this episode down below um, where they go to college. And they don't actually have sex in this college. They, they do where they kind of meet in person. They start to have, a, you know, something to drink, glass of wine, what have you. And then they leave the room and they text. You know, they're texting. Um, they're having text sex or whatever. And they end up having this emoji baby based on the science experiment. So even though they thought they were being safer and advanced and scientific, they ended up creating an emoji baby and it was hilarious. But there is, and maybe you're part of it, maybe you're not, I don't know. Maybe you have your reasons, your values, your health, whatever it is. There's a part of humanity that is, there's a part, there's a group and, and people that are disgusted with humanity and disgusted with life. And on one hand, you might be saying women have to be protected. Because without women, you wouldn't have life. And that's what they're designed for. And you wouldn't have life. And, and, and we kind of have the, we uh, hold the power to have, you know, although it's both, but we hold the power to have a human species. People might be saying that when it comes to religion and things like that, protect the women and children. But on the other hand, there's a disgust with humanity. You know, you might be disgusted if you go to the bathroom. That's disgusting to you. That's nauseating. Um, if you blow your nose, that's disgusting to you. That's nauseating. If you sneeze, that's disgusting to you and should not happen. And we should have had something to correct that a long time ago. But there's this human experience 
you know, I've been told actually, not just this year, but even in other years, you know, my husband and I, we're very close. We're very, in our life, we are proud of having our daughter and having the life that we have, even with the decisions we've made that might have been, well, decisions that weren't really, we weren't taking care of ourselves, and so we may have made some bad decisions, we lost a job, we, you know, may have had some different things where we've needed, we've needed help to climb to kind of get up on our feet and we're starting to realize the value in getting up on our feet again really like we're starting to realize the value of doing it ourselves more or less I guess you could say without so much interference with corporations and state services and stuff um which we're kind of waiting on and relying on and now we're kind of starting to see we're starting to feel a little less guilty in that sense where we know that we we could do a better job ourselves and things and you know i don't know exactly how or like i don't have all the answers but that's what it is um and you get these people that are like happy for us you know that we have a daughter you know we see how cool she is and smart and everything that's cool you have a child you've decided an only child things like this you know for health reasons and different reasons cool you know um you know, because there is um, some advantages to that for us. But there are people that are very much disgusted with humanity. Sneezing, blowing your nose, going to the bathroom, even having sex. And I think that you don't have to be addicted to any of these things, blowing your nose, having sex sneezing these kinds of things and I, I was talking to my husband about doing this episode he says yeah you should do it you know he's cool he's very trusting and laid back at whatever I do I tell him everything um we talk about how we feel and we express our emotions openly and all that kind of stuff and um he's also not somebody who puts up with a lot of bullshit after so long either and um you know is very protective and things like this but there are people that are like so disgusted with the thing that they think that society should just flip upside down and not have a human connection as far as sex or not have a human connection as far as like we should be more advanced than going to the bathroom it's a low conscious thing for instance um we should be more advanced we shouldn't have to work to get healthy food or you know we should be a society that values other things higher than these human connections and so what you have then is you have quite a few people um and that's what this episode is kind of pointing to is quite a few people who are you know they value the intelligence of humanity but they don't value the connection and i've actually been there um so you're not talking to somebody who's just never experienced that 
I've, you know, during my transition, before I met my husband, I actually kind of was experiencing that a little bit. Um, and then I had my other experiences, too, that you may or may not know about, you know, things like this. But, you know, so I'm not saying I'm totally, I've kind of been on both sides of it, though. And I've been in plenty of, you know, in-person and virtual relationships that had different values. And so, so is my husband. Like, we've had, we've been in these experiences with others where it's like, in this, we don't value the in-person integration. We value these intelligences. Um, and that's a higher value for this friend, this uh, relationship. This is back in high school. Stuff. So for this relationship, the intelligence and, and you know, kind of the bot like connection is more of a value. And I do think nowadays with virtual becoming more advanced, there is a quality of life where you can have, if you integrate it with life properly, you can have virtual connections with people, but it's got to be integrated so that you still have fulfillment. And I see a lot of this on Clubhouse where you have a certain, a really cool fulfillment where people are shopping and cooking and actually living life and they're on Clubhouse. And they're showing you that. And so in that, there is people that feel very disconnected and I was somebody that sat back and I told you my story and I'll repeat it over and over again of how I judged somebody wrongly and they ended up passing and I never got to know them as a person because I was sitting back and I was anti-human for a while and I was like, why do we have these needs where you, you have to provide these these needs for others and shouldn't you be doing something else, you know, and things like this. I didn't know a lot, like shouldn't you be doing something else? Of value that might be even more valuable for you to be doing that is less animalistic but the thing about this is that if you are anti-human in these ways and you're speaking to people and like you're wanting to teach certain things to these people or you're wanting to write books or you're wanting to engage with others. What you're doing is you're discriminating against people. You're discriminating against people who really could find value out of what you're doing, but you're devaluing the human species and by devaluing the human species by being like anti you know where you're disgusted and repulsed by human activity and connecting each other and things you're denying yourself of more people to reach so things that my daughter is learning are things that I'm teaching her based on what I learned because of the human connections that I've had my husband agrees and sort of does that same thing in his own way and we respect each other's individual creativity enough that we can consult and talk to each other and we don't we don't really tell each other what we're allowed to do necessarily in that kind of way but we do have obviously there's boundaries like 
as in we are there's different things that we share and express that people could see a lot of what we do and they see like where we overshare but then there are other things you know as a husband and wife um not even things that you would think but other things where we understand each other on a deeper level we understand each other's need to share we understand each other's need to create on such a that deep level that we respect it even if maybe we don't we're kind of like i wonder what made you do that or whatever we might question each other a little bit we respect it and so to deny sex for example to say that it's bad is denying like our creativity of our daughter into is is denying our daughter and is denying you know that she could bring value you're denying this next generation of evolution in consciousness because you're discriminating against people who could be very spiritual and who could take a lot of value from some of the, the habits and the book smarts and the philosophy. Or if you're in college and you're anti this and you kind of want to be where you're book smart. These colleges are here because of you. Are here because your parents had sex. These people are listening to you because their parents had sex. You're here because your parents had sex. You're enjoying the gifts that you have and you're enjoying the gifts that are given to you by others because of sex. Life creation is because of sex. And so <laughs> to be repulsed, it doesn't mean you even have to have it or that you have to be addicted to it or any of that. It just means that to be repulsed by it and say that, you know, People aren't are dumb for doing this, or people are low conscious for doing this. You're saying that the next generation, that humans, should die off and not exist anymore. And so I'm gonna put this episode in. It's a comedy. It's really funny. I, I find it extremely hilarious, and it's like an, an, an over exaggeration of what could happen in the science fiction world because you got like people who live above the line who are like elite rich who don't believe in sex. And then you've got people below the line who might even have an overpopulation problem. And people get scholarships to go learn above the line at the college with the hope of trying to get their families above the line through their work um, and stuff. So, very, very funny episode I'm going to put in the description below. I just thought it would be something to think about right now. Um, I don't really have, like, proof to back this up. I just know that you're here because your parents had sex. So I don't think there's a lot of research that needs to go into that. Um, but I think what you're missing is that the, the part of being spiritual or part of being smart or being intelligent, having intelligence, reading a book, studying math, psychology, um, algebra, engineering, any of this stuff, is because your parents had sex and because this experience is only an experience in life. You can have your own reality off to the side, 
but you have to, you experience life anyway. Doing the dishes, going and seeing your family, having a good time, spending money on food and good drink, um, taking care of your animals that you love, which are there because the animals' parents had sex, you know. Sneezing is another one. I'll, I'll get into these other ones real quick. Sneezing helps clean out your system. You, you have to sneeze. Um, yes, you wash your hands and all that. You keep clean, but sneezing is another one. Blowing your nose helps clean you out. Passing gas helps clean your keep your stomach light and cleaned out so you can eat. Eating is uh, there's that value I talked about in the beginning. Going to the bathroom keeps you clean. Just like the toilet has to be flushed, but see, you know, the sink has to be clean. The house has to be clean. You as a human being have to be clean. You as a human being have to clean yourself out. While you might be embarrassed or repulsed or disgusted, these things are what make you you. It's nothing to be ashamed of. It's nothing to be embarrassed about. You can choose what you share and what you don't. You can choose if you share for a while, if you outgrow sharing, if you decide to share more, less, whatever you want. But these are what make you human. So, something to think about as we experience life no matter what. Thank you for tuning in. And let's keep in touch. Stay connected. I look forward to it.